When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. For a third episode, we always like to take a little soiree around the NFL. And Why shouldn't we? In today's edition, I got a little game prepared for us. Yeah. I didn't pick the creme de la creme, and I didn't pick the bottom feeders or the teams that you expect to be the bottom feeders. Because the answer will be obvious. Yes. I kind of went into the middle of the pack. And we're going to play a game here. I'm going to say the name of the team, and we're going to say, are they a Super Bowl contender? If so, we'll go Super Bowl. If they are not, if they are fool's gold, if you will, shout out Matthew McConaughey, great movie. Kate Hudson, great yep. movie. If they are fool's gold, then they'll get labeled with the super blah. The blah. The blah. And let's start with, I think, the team that is getting the most hype in the NFL. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? I, I, you can go a couple directions here. There's an here. AFC and an NFC team, and they both are jungle cats that you could NFC, with. I'm going Detroit. Yep. AFC, I'm going Jazz. That's exactly right. And those will be our first two teams that we go with. Which side do you want to start with Let's go with the first. Detroit Lions. Okay. And there I'm going to go super bleh. I agree. I'm going with super bleh. I just don't think that the quarterback's ready yet. Goff's been playing yes. much better than Great he point. has in L.A., and I think he has matured into a pretty decent quarterback. But that other team that we're going to get to in a second with the other Jungle Cat mascot, they got a much better quarterback. It makes yes. me feel a lot better about their chances, despite maybe the Lions having a better roster. I, and I think that just goes to show you how damn important it is to have the right guy behind the wheel of your Ferrari. You know, you can have the Ferrari, right. but if Ronald McDonald's driving the Ferrari, you're in trouble. The guy putting the keys into the ignition. Gotta be. It's fiddling around and can't even find the ignition. It's gotta be Matt Damon's right. character in that Ford vs. Ferrari movie. It's gotta be Christian right. Bale's character in that movie. I forget their names. The analogy would work a lot better if I knew the character names. Okay. But still, you know, you gotta have that guy to really push you over the top. And I just don't think Jared Goff's that guy. And I don't think Detroit necessarily he's does either. He's not the worst guy. No, he's not. The, Put it this way, he'd get him to the playoffs. And I think yeah. he will get him to the he playoffs. He almost did. He went to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Right, but, but again, he was he was a Seattle victory away from making it. And listen, he was a passenger on that Rams team. Yeah. He was Ronald McDonald driving that Ferrari, and it got him to crash into a wall and only score three points against the Patriots in that Super Bowl. After being what like one of the highest scoring offenses right. all season. Like that is clearly what Belichick circles. Oh, number sixteen's not as good as everybody thinks he is. He's Take him oh. out of the game. I burped a little bit. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, they were easily able to take away Jared Goff, take away, you know, things that made his life easier. And he wasn't able to overcome that. I don't see him being able to overcome that in Detroit either. And like I was about to say, they drafted Hendon Hooker this year. Right. So like they have an eye on the future. And it's not like. It's Hennon- not to say that Hooker's going to be the guy. No, but also it's not like Hendon Hooker's just some guy you take in the second or third round and you're like, there's our career backup. That guy was going to be a first-round pick if he didn't get hurt. That was a pick with the eye for the future and thinking we have a guy right now in golf that we can win with, but also he's never going to take us to the mountaintop. 
and we might be able to pick Can't. a first-round player late and give him a year or two to groom off the field underneath right. Jared Goff so he's ready when he steps onto the football field as a starter. So not only do I think we share this feeling about the Detroit Lions and why they're kind of super bleh, but I think the Lions kind of do too, if you gave them truth serum. They, they know that there's a ceiling on Goff and right. they need to get an upgrade at that position. And their first shot at that upgrade is Hendon Hooker. I don't know what the floor and ceiling is for Hooker, but I have a feeling both are higher than Goff's. They really need Hooker to kind of pan out too because yeah. they're going to be good enough to not pick low now. Like, they're going to be oh, yeah. they already did. in the 15, 16, 17, 20s. Like, they're not going to get it the next big It was just court. because of former trades that they made that they're they not had getting, that top, what was it, the top 10 pick? Yes, they're not going to get Caleb Williams. They're not going to get right. Drake May. They're not going to be picking early anymore. They're too good of a team. They're probably the favorite to win the NFC North this year. So, Oh, they're I, my pick to win that I don't want to say all their eggs are in the Goff and he- Hooker basket. But a lot of them are in that transition and succession plan. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see Goff being the guy to lead them to the promised land, and I think the jury is still out on Hooker. But you, if you're a Lions fan, you have to bet on Hooker, right? You have to want Hooker to be the guy because, like you said, for the last decade, you've been in the position to get a Caleb Williams, right? And you just haven't struck gold. Now you have the team, and all you're missing is that one position at quarterback, but you're no longer in position to get that quarterback because the rest of your team is so good. So you have to bank on Hooker being the guy. And if not, you have to recognize it early and make a pivot just as quickly as you did from Goff to Hooker. They could always be one of those teams that gets a veteran, too. You know, that's that's kind of the new wave in the NFL. Oh, there will be a Derek Carr. There will be somebody like that. So if you don't get the big quarterback or Hooker doesn't pan out, then maybe you get into that sweepstakes to try to prolong your team's window. I'm thinking of another team in the, in the NFC that the window closed for them, but they have a veteran quarterback, and they could say, all we need is a young quarterback. We don't really need the old guy anymore. Can you guess what I'm gonna what name I'm gonna say? NFC team. Their window is closed. But you think they still have a pretty decent quarterback? This team that I'm talking about has a good veteran, veteran quarterback. Matt but, Stafford. Yeah. No way he's going back to Detroit. Oh, come on. <laughs> Brandon Hooker. <laughs> if Hooker doesn't work out and the Rams have to move on. Why well, if Hooker doesn't work out, why would the Rams want? You know what I Why mean? Why the Lions want him? No, the Rams. No, in a, no, in a no, trade no. For Stafford. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. Not a trade. But what if the Rams just say, we're done with Stafford. He got us a ring. Time for a new era. Hooker's not working out in Detroit. Stafford's on the market. I mean, I like what you're doing there because it's 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 a wild theory that if it came to fruition would just be jaw-dropping kind of stuff. Incredible news. But I kind of think Goff's better than Stafford right now. Like I kind of bet, that, yeah. I bet Goff well, will have yeah, a better that, season it, it, than Stafford. It's, it's a lot odd. Can Stafford ever recover from that surgery? I think Goff's better than him now. Stafford's borderline Hall of Fame. Yeah. Goff's not going to sniff the Hall of Fame. Right. But right now, I think I'd rather have Goff than Stafford. All right, the AFC team, the Jags. Jags. You're going to crucify me, but I'm going oh, Super you're Bowl. bowl? I'm going to say maybe bleh. I'm a year early. Maybe I'm a year early. Bleh. Yeah. Do you think they're closer to bowl than bleh than the Lions were though? I'm all I, I might say no because the of the AFC. Yeah, it's a gauntlet for sure. But I keep thinking about that Chiefs and Jags game last year in the playoffs in Kansas City. 
Yes. Everybody thought, what a great story. The Jags came back against the Chargers and pulled off one of the biggest comebacks. And, and that was Trevor. The, the biggest. That was Trevor's yeah. um him kind of moment in the NFL. Got that first playoff win under his belt before Trevor or before uh, Justin Herbert could. And then they go to Kansas City, and I remember everybody being like, yeah, man, they're going to get slaughtered. The Chargers kind of played the Chiefs well. It might have been a better matchup if the Chargers would have just held on. Third time they met the Chiefs that year. Right. could have been a, a good game. The Jags were right in that game, man. I mean, yeah, they were absolutely. a Christian Kirk drop granted, pass away granted, from there were, winning that game. There were times when Patrick Mahomes was not, not in the game. He was hurt, yeah, exactly. But that being said... That Christian Kirk drop was massive. I mean, they played well enough in Arrowhead to win a game, granted, with a hobbled Mahomes. That experience is worth something to me. Right. They're going to, even if Mahomes is healthy now, they've been to Arrowhead, and they've played a game where they covered the spread. I think even so, say that game wasn't as close as it was, the Chargers come back. You don't go through a game like that in the playoffs like, remember when Indianapolis and Minnesota did it in the regular season? But who cares? Because Minnesota should have been blowing Indianapolis out of the water because Indianapolis at the time was being coached by Jeff Saturday. That come from a high victory does nothing for me in terms of motivation. This is where our season gets turned around. We showed a lot of grit. We showed a lot of trust in each other. For Trevor Lawrence in his first ever playoff game as a professional football player, to have that, what was it, 27 to nothing halftime deficit and then come back and win, no matter what you do against the Chiefs, because the Chiefs went on to win the Super Bowl that year, have the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now. No matter what happens in that game, to me, the Chargers game is really what sets the tone for the Jags moving forward. The Jaguars, too, if they can get some home field in the playoffs... That's a nightmare for other teams, right. having to go down to Jacksonville. Now, it would be in the postseason. You'd think it'd be a night game, maybe a little bit cooler. It'd be in the winter time, so you wouldn't you know, get the heat stroke that you do sometimes when you go down there. But that's still just a gross place to have to go play. A home field advantage for the weirdest reasons. They don't, like, when they're good, they sell out, but they, they don't consistently sell out, yet they'll still beat your ass when you go down there. Just ask the Colts. Just ask the Steelers. A lot of teams have trouble down there. Despite winning the division last year, playing a first-place schedule, so they got to play the Chiefs, they got to play the Bills, the Bengals, and then the Niners from the NFC side of things, they play the AFC South. Right. So that's six games that are winnable. They and should. And they play the NFC South. Oh. So that's four games. So they might be able to sneak 12 ten, wins out. 10 wins, something ten wins like that. is what you would think they'd be favored It's the, is the floor for that team, right. I think. So they get to 11 or 12. Maybe they're hosting the Bills in the divisional round. Maybe they're hosting the Bengals in the divisional round. No guarantee they win. Joe Burrow's proven he can go on the road and win. The only thing, too, though, is they but won that division, so they have to play Mahomes, they, they play have to Mahomes, play Allen, they, play and they and have Burrow. to play Burrow. Yeah, and then they play the NFC West winner, too, so they'll play the Niners, which is a really good team. But you get Mahomes at home. You get Allen at home. You get the Niners at home. Wow. And you get Burrow at home. Wow. All of the big games are in How did that happen? I don't know, but you would look at that and say two and two out of those big four games is not that far-fetched. No, not at all. You should hope to be at least two and two in those games. they go two and two over those games and take care of business the rest of the way. Yeah, right. 
they could definitely find themselves playing a lot of games down in Jacksonville come January trying to get to the Super Bowl. Right. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the Baltimore Ravens are next on my list. I got them at Super Bowl. Oh, with it's a tough big old asterisk. Yeah, and the asterisk Huge. says Lamar stays healthy. Huge. Lamar stays healthy. That's the big old asterisk. But right now he's healthy. I got him Super Bowl. They're a Super Bowl team when healthy. But that's been the biggest problem for the past two years. Not just with Lamar either. They've missed running backs. They've missed cornerbacks. Team has been ravaged by injuries lately. And let's think about this too. When he is healthy, right? It is two playoff appearances. Gets routed by the Titans at home after going 14-2, wins the MVP in the regular season. Routed by the King with the Titans on the road, right? The yes. next time he makes the playoffs, he's the Titans at home, or he's on the road against Tennessee. It wins that game. First playoff win. Good win. But then he's got a home playoff game against Buffalo. It's a tight game, remember? He's healthy. It's a tight game. But he makes the critical Lamar mistake, forcing a throw, an interception in the end zone that ends up being returned for six points. So when healthy, he can be great. But you've seen him healthy and still make those mistakes that lose his team's games. That's fair. Yeah. Like you read the pick six against Buffalo in that playoff game. They were going to beat the Bills in that game. Yeah. They're going to go up to Buffalo, get another win under his belt, and be in the AFC championship game against Kansas City on the road. Yeah. So who knows? But he gets to the AFC championship game. Right. And then he throws that backbreaker Uh. pick six to the Bills. It was like, it was Harrison esque. I mean, based on where they were on the field, the Ravens, it was a 14. Oh, it was in the end zone. Yeah. It was in the end zone, too. So. He does have the penchant for making some mistakes. And then you also wonder, is he getting robbed of the experience time to kind of correct those mistakes because he can never stay healthy? He's missed weighty games the past couple of years. They needed to win down the stretch. Two years ago, he wasn't there. He's not there. They they got in the playoffs last year. They really put up a big fight against the Bengals. Once again, a goal line turnover. That was returned for, remember the fumble recovery from Trey Hendrickson? Right. Oh, yeah. Like it, Just once, punched out, once right? Once again, yep. a 14-point swing that ended up being the Ravens undoing. But the way the Bengals kind of slept, walked through that game, if you had Lamar, there was a big opportunity to punch them in the mouth and steal that from yeah. them. Yeah. Because the Bengals were not, you know, the Bengals team we saw the next week go into Buffalo and win, that was not the same kind of focus we saw out of them against the Ravens and Tyler Huntley in that playoff game. So, you don't even get the opportunity to see Lamar improve in those weighty moments because he's never there for them. So, like, 
you said he had that experience against Buffalo where he throws the pick six. He hasn't had a chance to redeem himself for that yet because he's been hurt ever since. He's, he hasn't played in a big game since because of the injuries. I so that for, so I don't I mean, know. I don't how. How do you have confidence in him? I don't. You put them in Super Bowl. I put them in Super Bleh. Well, then I guess you very well explain. You very you explained yourself very well, Mister Jacob. Thank you. The charges go. Charges go. Back to back, super bleh. You've never given somebody a Super Bowl in this mid tier here. I guess not. No. I'm gonna go super bleh too for the Chargers. Does that just prove how strong the teams at the top are? I think it just proves that Staley's not a good coach. Well, yeah, and that too. I think he's been scapegoating a lot. You know, two years ago, it didn't make the playoffs. You got to get me better defensive players. I'm a defense. All right, guy. go ahead, get him. Got a lot of defensive players. Four times they picked off Trevor Lawrence in that playoff game. People like to say, oh, the Chargers defense really blew that one. I don't think so. You pick off a quarterback four times, right. you should win. It was the other side of the ball that was the undoing in that playoff game. Yeah, they scored 28 points, but then they stalled out. They couldn't do anything after that point, and you just allowed the Jags the opportunity. Like, when a team is down by as much as the Jags are, they got to shut you out for the rest of the game. Yeah. And you let them achieve that. Kick two field goals and that game's over. And you're moving on to the next round. So I just don't think that this guy is cut out to be a leader, a, uh, the yeah, coach yeah, of a yeah, team yeah. that has a guy like Herbert, too. Like that, that takes a special kind of talent to massage a talent like that. And I just don't <sighs> think Staley's the guy. I. Personally, you want to see. I know you're a big Herbert guy. You want to see him succeed. Unless you're like Mike Tomlin or Pete Carroll, and you've got that ring, and you're an established, you're so established that you forget where you cut your teeth. Like they're defensive guys, secondary guy for Mike Tomlin, Pete Carroll on the defensive side of the ball. That's their bread and butter. But they're so damn good that you just you kind of forget. Belichick's kind of the same way. Young quarterback, young coach that hasn't really proved anything though. Pairing, I kind of want an offensive minded guy with my young quarterback. Unless you're a legend of the game, right? I want you leaning towards that. I want a, a match made in heaven. And Staley and Herbert, I mean, that's a defensive it's guy. Not that match. Who's not accomplished in an offensive. Guy. It's not the winning match. No, like what has Staley ever won? Nothing. So there's no. You want a first there. half of a playoff game? There's no resume there to. Back I'm with you, and I, Tom. I think he's maybe on the same trajectory as Cliff Kingsbury was a year ago. Right? You have a great team. You have a great young quarterback in Kyler Murray. But you're not doing anything. I think, I expect the Chargers to make the playoffs. I do. But if they're another first round round exit, I know on Black Monday, the coaches to get fired are the ones who don't make the playoffs. But that wild card weekend, if the Chargers are playing and they lose that next Black Monday for the NFL, that next round, I fully expect Brandon Staley to be in that group of coaches that are let go. Because how do you explain? Right? And their first four years of the league together. Joe Burrow has made, and who knows what happens this year. I'm If I go under the assumption that Herbert's another first-round exit and Joe at least wins the division, uh, it's hard to, to say, but I, I have the confidence that he can make the AFC Championship game again. It just depends on do they play the Chiefs in the divisional round or do they play them in the AFC Championship round. I don't know. But I have the confidence he can get there, right? No matter what. So how do you explain to your to your owners in four years with the same quarterback 
in the league, right? Or same amount of time spent in the league. One guy has three AFC Championship game appearances and one Super Bowl appearance, and the other guy hasn't won a single playoff game. I got it. I I got it. I'm not gonna fire my quarterback. I'm not gonna <laughs> trade away Justin Herbert. This to keep Staley. That's the move that they should pull. Right. We're siding with the coach. The New York Jets. Oof. I might say Super Bowl. I might be my first Super Bowl. Yeah, they're Super Bowl. Until I see Rodgers completely turn into a pumpkin or again, you look at his stats from last year, they weren't terrible. They were great. They were great compared to other people. Right. But it's just not Rodgers good and he missed the playoffs. He had a win or go home game in his own backyard. Which he, he always asked and for. He, against the team that he always wins. Right. And he couldn't do it. Could not beat the Lions to get into the playoffs last year. So very disappointing end of their season. Um Do you of, think do you think the Jets are a better team? Without Rodgers in the equation, who's the better team? I don't know. I really don't know about that. I would have said the Jets, but then I always think back to they the, started what like seven and four, and finished like eight nine. I think the Jets have a better defense, but it ain't by much. The Packers have better running a running game. The line for the Packers is probably slightly better than the Jets, but the Jets isn't terrible. They don't have Broderick Jones. They don't have Project Jones. They've got a really nice blend of young and old in the receiving core, too. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb's ancient, but... Yeah. I'm going to say the Jets are slightly better than the Packers were last year. Just slightly. And I think a lot of it has to do with the defense. Like, Sauce Gardner and, and Quinn uh. Williams is such an amazing one-two punch for that defense up front and in the secondary. Uh, so I'll go slightly better than the Packers last year. I'm, I'm also going to go Super Bowl for the, for the New yeah. York Jets this year. It's the Rodgers factor. If it's if he if is it's if, if if it, if it was uh, I was gonna say Sam Darnold, what's the kid's name from the uh, Niners? Trey no, Lance? no, no, no. The Jets quarterback before Rodgers, Zach Wilson. If it was Zach Wilson, still a quarterback, he's I'd still say, their quarterback. By the way, he's bleh. number two on the de- the depth chart. But I'd say Bleh. and he guaranteed that he was going to make Rodgers' life a living hell. Remember that he said if they bring in a new quarterback, right. I'll make his life a living hell. Because Ooh, I'm sure you'll have that know, kind of effect. Yeah. Didn't know it was gonna be Aaron Rodgers. Miami but if, if if the if the quarterback remained constant, it was Zach Wilson. I'd say, why are we even talking about the Jets right now? A couple more here, Miami Dolphins. I'm gonna go bleh. I'm gonna go bleh. I can't trust two. Can't same, trust two. Same reason I couldn't trust Lamar. I cannot trust two. Is Tua. that a Super Bowl roster yet, though? Oof. Defensively, probably not yet. Yeah. Kellen Waddle are ready though. To, I mean, that's, oh, I, absolutely. And, that and, whole offense. And I think you can plug and play running backs in a in a Mike McDaniel. Kyle well, I don't know. They just went out, got Jalen Ramsey. That's a, a big get. That's a huge. Well, that's kind of probably what. Going off of what I'm saying, defense wasn't there yet. They got to. They needed to improve that defense to, to be contender. Um, if Tua was the healthiest guy ever, I'd be leaning. I'd say Super Bowl. Bowl, Bowl. But his, he's kind of in that same boat as Lamar, but even worse for me because Lamar's injuries are like feet, and like lower body. And stuff that might take away his speed, but I fully expect him to recover from. Tua is just concussion, concussion, concussion. And I he also came back forgot, early from a concussion, which is terrible, terrible. I also stuff. forgot a year ago they went out and got Bradley Chubb. They're trying. It's a, it's, They're trying it's not the worst. It's, it's, a, it's a very good roster. It's not the best. But they're making strides to become that bull team. 
It's a team that if you're a Steeler fan, you really got to keep a close eye on. It's a team that's a where wild card I think what matters most is if Tua never had injury problems, concussion issues, I would say it's a Super Bowl team. But those concussion issues just yeah, I mean it's the so same thing for it's ignore. the same thing for Baltimore, right? They've got a really great defense, pieces on offense. It's kind of the opposite of Miami, where they have a really great offense, pieces on defense. Baltimore's got a really great defense, pieces on offense. All that's missing is that quarterback, the quarterback's ability. That's the difference, Tom. Is that there are so many teams in this league that are a quarterback away. One team that we mentioned, the Lions, right? Mm-hmm. They're a quarterback away. We don't think they have the quarterback that's going to get them to the Super Bowl on their team right now, unless Hedden Hooker shocks all of us. At least the Ravens and Dolphins have the quarterback on their team. I just don't know. I, I just haven't been proven yet that quarterback on their roster can stay healthy, can, can win it for them. And one last team, the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Oh, you know, yeah, you know what I'm gonna. It's my most resounding answer of the day. I know, but I see a lot of people like ranking most complete rosters, do the power rankings of like most complete teams, and the Cowboys are always in the top ten, like consistently. They they've got a lot of talent on that team. Dak threw a ton of interceptions last year, right? Just a ton of interceptions. It's Dak, it's Mike yet, McCarthy, and it's Jerry Jones I've that I don't yet trust. To see yeah. him do it in a big playoff game. I know he got the playoff win under his belt against the Rams a couple of years ago. Or no, excuse me, against the Buccaneers last right. year. And then I think there was another. Well, we we learned won. quickly that that didn't really, was not as impressive as and we He didn't won a playoff game a couple of years prior to that as well. But I believe that was um, before they Seattle, played the Rams. They right? beat the Seahawks in Dallas. Then they went to L.A. and lost to the Rams the year that Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. But, you know. They just I, added. Uh, the, the win last year against Tom Brady and the Bucs. That was a broken Nothing, Tom Brady yeah. and the Bucs. They just added oh, this year uh, Stephon Gilmore to go along with uh, Trayvon Diggs, Diggs on, in the secondary. Still have C.D. Lamb, who I, I know for sure they are high on. They, yeah, I, he's underperforming because Dak is underperforming. Could you see them bringing Zeke back on a cheaper deal? Now that if he goes outside, kind of yeah, maybe. Still, um, and then you also have to remember that Pollard got hurt at the end of last season. Right, but he's the number one he's guy that— supposed to be the number one running back. You want to say Super Bowl, but then you look at the star on the side of the helmet, and since the 90s, they've been Can't nothing but bleh. Yeah. So I'm going to go bleh as well. I'm going to go bleh. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts like The Drive in the Locker Room. When that comes back, it's right around the corner, by the yeah. way, too. Like I said, oh, Wolf, yeah. Wolf sniffing around oh, yeah. OTAs. He's starting to get those notes ready for some nice in-the-locker-room sessions with him and Max Starks. Uh, Steelers Blitz, our show, The Steelers Standard, and many more, all are available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy the final week of OTAs. And we got minicamp the next week. Very exciting times for the Pittsburgh Steelers. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman, and this has been The Steelers Standard. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.